May 14th, 2023. You are listening to Weather with Enthusiasm. Yo-yo temperatures for real in Wa- in Washington and Oregon, going from 59 degrees to 81 degrees within a 25-minute period, then dropping again and rising again. That's what's been happening over there. We're going to talk about this later on in this episode. Currently in the world, the more you look at the weather map, the more you're going to find to the point it almost feels like it's infinite and you just have to stop at some point. There's a hurricane that moved on shore in a, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, Myanmar, M Y A N M A R, the name of the hurricane. To me, it sounds like Mocha, M O C H A. This was a category five hurricane yesterday. It came on shore today as at least category three. It came on shore with sustained winds of 130 miles an hour. This is the first hurricane of the year to develop in the Indian Ocean. There also is another name to this ocean. We also have a different tropical storm, a named tropical storm elsewhere in the world. I was shocked to see this. And then if we were to cover all the weather that we missed, there was a phenomenal dust storm took place in a place that never takes place and it wasn't in the plains it was in illinois and totally caught people by surprise the national weather service apparently says that they were forecasting something similar but i don't think they were forecasting it to be this intense i'm not aware of any dust storm warnings that were issued during that time i believe it happened may 1st and hit caused blackout conditions apparently and very very dangerous stuff one has to wonder why these things have not been happening in the past because all it was was the cornfields were plowed and it was windy that's all it was and that produced a phenomenal dust storm we also had a tremendous heat wave over Spain and places nearby back in April, the end of April, which we never got a chance to speak about. Maybe we'll get a chance to speak about this maybe towards the end of this episode. For right now, let's go back and we're going to speak about India. We spoke about the hurricane that developed in the Indian Ocean. Of course, it's not called a hurricane over there. We go back to India because there's a tremendous, uh, tremendous stuff going on there. The fascination's tremendous with India because of the heat. We're seeing temperatures going well up into the 110s. We have temperatures going into the mid 110s across parts of the United Arab Emirates. You have places around there also going into the mid 110s. Some areas have temperatures going into the low 120s later on this week. Also, some of these locations are getting significantly uh, humid, especially in the morning and at night. It should be pointed out, however, that the places that do get humid, the temperatures tend to stay about 10 to 15 degrees cooler in the afternoon with high temperatures upper 90s to low 100s. It happens to be the heat index happens to be basically exactly the same as what the temperatures are in the dry places. So what happens in some of these dry places around there is that it gets super humid at night and then it dries out in the afternoon and that's when those temperatures go way up in the afternoon. So they have a humid heat in the morning and in the evening, a dry heat in the afternoon, and when you have a dry heat, the sun is very efficient at heating up the temperatures. So 
that's the story over there. You know, we have a place, uh, Jacob Baba, J-A-C-O-B-A-B-A-D. The Windy.com app says that it's in Pakistan. Uh, the temperatures today's high was 113 degrees. Yesterday was 111. Friday, 113. Thursday, 116. Wednesday, 109. It's just uh, tremendous heat. We have a- another place, Amorelli. But you have a temperature, today was 105 degrees, dew points in the low to mid-60s over there. I think the winner, however, is the city that I found where the temperature was 198 degrees with a dew point of 79 degrees. This was in a city called Syampur, S-Y-A-M-P-U-R. That's what's forecasted to happen on Tuesday around 2 o'clock p.m. On Wednesday in the city, forecasted to get up to 100 degrees with a sauna-like dew point of 78 degrees. This type of combination produces heat indices, upper 110s or low 120s. Very intense stuff. We have wet bulb temperatures in the mid-80s for the east coast of India. Very intense stuff. I read in the Washington Post that the city Jacob Abad has been frequently singing wet bulb temperatures in the mid-90s, it's almost impossible to believe. What really is very hard to believe, I don't even know if it is believable, is what the Washington Post is saying about the Pacific Northwest heat wave. Could you believe it? We have another Pacific Northwest heat wave. The Washington Post says that it is of the same intensity in the upper atmosphere. This dome of heat has the same intensity as June 2021. And they say the only reason the surface temperatures are significantly cooler is because this dome of heat is occurring about a month earlier. The Canadian, the Environmental Canada National Weather Service, their uh, National Weather Service called Environmental Canada, they go out of their way to point out that this is nothing near what happened back then. So I think the Washington Post is a loner, but I I don't know. That sounds awfully strange because the temperatures, although they are record-breaking or near record-breaking, they're nowhere near what happened in June of 2021. We're seeing high temperatures going into the low 90s. That's what's forecast to happen for tomorrow in portions of Canada, well up into Canada. We have heat advisories in effect across British Columbia even across the uh, places further to the east in Canada, Alberta as well. In fact, we have temperatures going up to 90 degrees all the way up to 58 degrees north latitude. We even have heat advisories issued for places further north than that. Also, there's tremendous warmth. Temperatures are 25 to 35 degrees above normal going all the way up to the Arctic Circle. So this is really something phenomenal. We have heat advisories in effect across the state of Washington, across Oregon. And another thing, we have heat. We have heat waves in several places in the world right now. It's not just India. Across Asia and China, we have temperatures going well into the 90s. And amazingly, Australia, where they're headed into winter already, in a month from now, it's going to be winter. We're still seeing temperatures in the 90s across Australia, across northern Australia. Temperatures remain in the 90s over there. We're seeing temperatures uh, in in Eretz Yisrael in Israel this Tuesday. They are likely going to be under a heat advisory or what's called a yellow 
I think it's called the yellow warning across the Ain Gedi area as temperatures go up to 105 degrees. Similar temperatures expected in a lot. The Red Sea is sizzling, not on the a lot coast, but when you head further south, temper- water temperatures are going into the upper 80s. Even in Jerusalem, temperatures are forecasted to go into the low to mid-90s on Tuesday. Not even Tel Aviv is going to be getting that hot. Perhaps it's the humidity in Tel Aviv or the closeness to the Mediterranean Sea this time of the year that maybe that's holding those temperatures down to the low to mid-80s. There might even be some type of a heat advisory for Jerusalem, Yerushalayim, Irakoda. Interestingly, the Pacific Ocean actually has colder water temperatures than normal when you head off to the West Coast. A relatively wet week, a very unusual weather pattern is developing across the Arizona area and the desert southwest. Very unusual for this time of the year. In fact, people might even think that the moisture resembles what would happen in the monsoon season, but this is not a monsoon at all. Uh, This is something that's It's not a result of the low-pressure system that develops because of the heat. This is something completely different. What's very interesting, now nothing, all of this doesn't hold a candlestick compared to what happened in one of these cities in Washington or Oregon. It says the pattern that's developing right now is generally called a Rex block, a blocking pattern that can take a while to break down. Have seen some interesting temperature trends overnight as east to northeast winds increase just above the surface, occasionally mixing down to valley floors. Now listen to this. These winds are more persistent in elevated terrain, with some observations showing gusts 30 to 40 miles per hour for exposed areas. For many valley locations, this is resulting in a temperature yo-yo, with temperatures dipping into the 60s or upper 50s when winds slacken, then sharp increases into the 70s or even low 80s when where the winds pick up. For example... Florence Airport was reporting 77 degrees Fahrenheit as of 3.35 a.m., which is extremely unusual. Meanwhile, easterly breezes are gusting 15 to 20 miles per hour at Florence at 10 o'clock p.m. Before Florence started experiencing these offshore breezes, it was only 59 degrees Fahrenheit. The east winds broke through sometime between 10.15 and 10.30 p.m., causing the temperature to jump 22 degrees to 81 degrees by 10.55 p.m. Could you imagine that? Within 25 minutes, the temperature went from 59 to 81 degrees, and it's been going up and down, up and down. This is from the Portland, Oregon National Weather Service. This is up in the Pacific Northwest. It's, it's almost like a, these pneumonia-like cold fronts. This is all indicative of a very unseasonably warm air mass aloft for mid-May. The easterly synaptic flow, being as strong as it is, will likely keep sea breezes at bay all day Tuesday, with the temperatures 5,000 feet above the surface, 15 to 18 degrees Celsius. The European computer model shows rain of 15-inch rain accumulation happening where the hurricane pulled on shore. Forecasts call for 10 to 20 inches of rain. We have severe weather risks developing across the Midwest, especially across southeast Missouri, St. Louis, to Cape Girardeau, to Paducah, Kentucky. Also, some portions of southern Illinois and southwest Indiana today, tomorrow as well. The main threats will not be tornadoes, large hail and damaging winds. 
The Eastern Pacific hurricane season starts May 15th. I'm sure there's plenty of stuff that we have not discussed. Uh, we'll add on to that perhaps later today. Maybe not. We'll see. We now introduce you to the next segment, which is the delivery is with a little bit of a different style. Meteorologist Sim Weather with Enthusiasm is his podcast. Two tropical storms, or one of them was a hurricane, actually, a Category 5 hurricane. <gasps> and as of yesterday, in the northern Indian Ocean, that made landfall uh, today, earlier today, as a Category 3 hurricane. Oh, my gosh. At 130 miles per hour at a country, the name I can't pronounce right now. But it starts with an M. It's the country to the east of India. You know, the water temperatures over there are very warm. We're talking about water temperatures in the upper 80s. <gasps> so this very well could be a phenomenal storm. In fact, rainfall accumulations of 10 to 20 inches is what's being forecasted. The European computer model has some places getting 15 inches just within a 24-hour period. But what's amazing about that is that, you know, that doesn't even come pretty close to what Fort Lauderdale got a couple weeks ago. They got 25 inches or so within a 24-hour period from just a thunderstorm. They actually broke the record with it for a tw- the, the most rain ever in Florida within a 24-hour period. The previous record was set in a hurricane, as it should be back in 1980. So it's just totally unbelievable that Fort Lauderdale rain that happened during the last two days of the Pesach holiday, the Passover holiday, totally phenomenal. And, you know, the ocean water temperatures around there are nothing near what's going on in the Indian Ocean. We'll have to see. Maybe the rainfall accumulations over in by the hurricane will end up being a lot more than what they're forecasting. Temperatures are just brutally hot over in many locations in India. Many of these places have high humidity in the morning, high humidity in the evening, but then the things dry out in the afternoon, and that's when the temperatures start to go way up. They start to go way up in the afternoon because there's less humidity. The sun becomes very efficient at heating up those temperatures. Regardless as to what the temperature is, the heat index is exactly the same in all locations, pretty much. You know, you have whether you have a dry heat of 110 degrees or a humid heat of 100 degrees, both places you end up with a heat index of 110 degrees. The only difference is if there should be a wind, the 110 degrees is going to feel much hotter than the 100 degrees. The heat index chart was only made for winds of 5.6 miles per hour. And amazingly, winds that develop when temperatures are higher than 95 degrees, get this, we've spoken about it before, will actually make the temperature, it will make it feel hotter outside. 
it makes it feel hotter outside. And this is something which is very important for those that are, that go on motorcycles in the heat, especially there's Kansas and Arizona, those places like that. We have really the most phenomenal part about the weather right now is the specific Northwest heat wave that's developing and it's really peaking tomorrow in many locations. It's going all the way up to 58 degrees north latitude. We're going to see temperatures going into the low 90s. The Washington Post said a huge shockeroo, which maybe they will take it back. I don't know how they could say this, but they're saying that this heat, this heat dome is on par with the tremendous historical heat dome that took place in June 2021. The only reason why the surface temperatures are going to be cooler is because it's happening early in the season. But in terms of the upper air dynamics, the heat dome itself, it's on par. I don't know if anybody agrees with them. I don't know where they get this information from. Maybe they're going to explain it better because interestingly enough, in Canada, the Environmental Canada, which is the National Weather Service for Canada, they've issued heat advisories for those locations and it's just so weird. At the very end of the heat advisory, they say it is important to point out that as warm as these temperatures are and as record-breaking or close to record-breaking they are, this doesn't compare to what happened happened in June 2021. Just a very interesting thing to put in a heat advisory because why why should that be important in regards to the heat advisory? <laughs> uh, but that's what they have If when you read it there. Uh, we have heat advisories in effect across the state of Oregon, across the state of Washington. Temperatures in some locations, Washington going up to 100 degrees. Sunnyside, Washington will be getting pretty hot. We also have an unusual weather pattern taking place in the desert southwest as rain, not from a monsoon. This is just a weird weather pattern to have in May, to have rain developing. But at the same time, forecast highs, at least for the Phoenix, Arizona area, are forecast to be above normal for most of the week, despite these chances of rain and thunderstorms. We have, you know, Los Angeles, California is going to go way up tomorrow. I don't know if they're going to reach heat advisory criteria, but they certainly are going to be getting very warm. Speaking about what we said before about the heat, the 90 degree heat going all the way up to 58 degrees north latitude, the truth is the heat goes even further north than that. It's just, it doesn't hit 90. It's not forecasted to hit 90 further north than that, but the heat is forecasted to go up to 60 degrees north latitude with temperatures well into the 80s. What we have that happened yesterday is we have the sun uh, came up and there's a special name for the sun. I don't know what the name is, but I believe it's in Barrow, Alaska, and they're not going to see a sunset they're not going to see nighttime for a long time. The sun is up permanently for the rest of the summer. So we should really start to see things heat up over there, uh, at least to some extent, and uh, enough to stop sending cold air down here. That uh, would be very nice. You know, the European computer model shows a snowstorm. This is way up north, however, towards Nova Scotia uh, for the beginning part of next week. This year, I've been noticing that the European computer model is really only accurate up to about four days out, maybe five days out, maybe not even five days out. So it's different than last year where it seemed like the European computer model was a lot more reliable.
Um, speaking about the Pacific Northwest, something very interesting that one of the National Weather Services pointed out is that the humidity is expected to increase somewhat on Monday. Now, this is not like a Midwest humidity or a Gulf Coast humidity. We're talking about dew points going into the 50s instead of the 30s, possibly even 60 degrees. Now, why? Why should there be humidity? Where's it coming from? So this is a big shocker. So which one of these National Weather Service said the humidity is coming from the Gulf of Mexico. This is unbelievable. How does it get there? It, it has to climb, it goes through a mountain range. And it's just amazing to me that they're, the humidity is coming from the Gulf of Mexico. So that Gulf of Mexico really has an enormous influence on more than anyone could even imagine on the weather. It's really amazing, totally amazing. And temperatures will be slightly lower tomorrow. That's what they say. But if you look at the forecast highs, the forecast highs show actually warmer temperatures tomorrow up in the Pacific Northwest. So this is some uh, phenomenal stuff that's going on, uh, the heat. And, you know, the Pacific Northwest heat wave, they're going to be breaking records. We have temperatures from the low 90s to the low 100s, or we should say mid-80s to mid-90s usually, but a few locations getting into the low 100s. But we have many more heat waves going on. We, I don't know if we spoke about India or not because I – made a rough draft podcast where I spoke about India, and I don't remember if I spoke about India over here, but I did not speak about the other heat waves for sure. So we'll, I did speak about India, I think. But anyways, we go into Pakistan, uh, Jacob Babad in Pakistan, uh, you know, the Washington Post says another thing, an unbelievable. This is, they're really coming out with stuff that's impossible to believe. It started off with that waist deep hail that they said fell back in March. And they're saying that the wet bulb temperatures, the wet bulb temperature, that's the temperature. If you were to put water, let's say on the bottom of a mercury thermometer, the temperature that the air hits as that water evaporates is a sizzling 95 degrees. <gasps> human beings can't survive that. Really, a human being is not able to survive that. I believe it takes humidity and wind into consideration and the sunshine. The highest I was able to find in the European computer model for this week was 85 degrees, consistent 85 degree wet bulb temperatures in India, across the United Arab Emirates, and many locations, especially next to these really warm waters like the Persian Gulf and places right around India. So we have temperatures, you know, going into the mid 100 and teens. It was really common, common to find that 113 degrees, at least in four different parts of the world today, parts of Africa, areas in the United Arab Emirates, in China, there's temperatures at least going well into the 90s. We have places in northern Australia, which have temperatures going into the 90s. And, you know, we just have one spot, which I would love to get the name of the place because I saw it earlier today, a city where the forecast high is going into the low 120s later on this week. The winner, the winner, which I, you know, we have to look at the name of the city and 
maybe we'll take an extract out from the Rough Draft podcast and put it in here because that one has the names of the cities. This one city, you know, uh, besides the 120, there's a different city where you have temperatures going up to 98 degrees with a dew point of 79 degrees. And that's going to produce heat indices in the upper 110s. We also have places where the heat indices will be going into the low 120s. Heavy rain, the National Weather Service tells us, heavy rains falling over in eastern Texas, southern Texas. And if you look at the rainfall amounts that are forecast to happen this week, the southeast portions of the United States are expected to get high rainfall accumulations, probably just due to continuous thunderstorms as a front stalls right around there. Originally, the front was forecasted to go south of Georgia. Now it looks like the front will be hanging out right along Georgia, might even go further north than Georgia. We're also going to see that heat and humidity build over in that area. There is, I believe, a tornado watch or a severe thunderstorm watch in effect as we speak right now. I wouldn't think there's a tornado watch, though, because tornadoes were really not considered a major hazard. That wasn't really part of the forecast for today. Yesterday, there were some tornadoes that touched down in Iowa and Nebraska. We do have a low pressure system over the Midwest Corn Belt. And we have the warmth and the humidity certainly hitting the St. Louis area, but we're having a difficult time getting this warm air into the Chicago area. We mentioned that in Yerushalayim and Jerusalem, temperatures go into the low to mid-90s on Tuesday, 105 degrees by the Dead Sea at Ein Gedi. Same with a lot. Heat advisories will likely be effect for that area. And Tel Aviv will only be making it into the low to mid-80s, perhaps because of the higher humidity along with the cooler water temperatures by the Mediterranean Sea. Well, the the hot day over there is Tuesday. The warm day here in Chicago is also Tuesday as temperatures soar well into the 70s here in the Chicago area on Tuesday, right before that front moves through. We have another front coming for the weekend and perhaps things will warm up right before the front moves through. Meteorologists are not sure about what type of a south flow we're going to be getting right before that front moves through. Some type of an earthquake happened in the stratosphere. Who's ever heard of such a thing? Did we mention the dust storm? I hope we did. The phenomenal dust storm that took place in Illinois. I don't remember which one was which. I wish everyone a good day. Thank you for your interest and have a great night. Have a wonderful week. You've been listening to the podcast, Weather with Enthusiasm. The following is a one-minute trailer. We have two things going on. We have evaporative cooling, and we also have dynamic cooling, and the two are coming together to produce a major snowstorm in the deep south. The only time you could blame cold air on climate change is when it's a result of the stratosphere warming, which is what causes all the Arctic air to come down south. The way to get a six-inch snowstorm here in the Midwest and in the Southern Plains has always been you need three ingredients. It's hard to believe the numbers that are being forecasted. Several additional feet of snow is expected by Monday morning. <gasps> yes! Hey, we have a special guest on our show. Uh, what is your name? 27.1 parametric pressure. Feet of snow are falling in Japan. Oh my God. That's a time of celebration. Just Google weather with enthusiasm and they're all going to come up.